Good morning. I'm Angel Hill, Supervisor for Team 5, covering the Northeast Counties. And I'd like to welcome you to our Goodwill Nurse Family Partnership podcast, made especially for our Indiana Nurse Family Partnership teams. Today's date is January 27, 2020. I will be sharing some announcements with you today. Lisa Sledge will be providing educational updates and mental health minutes will be provided by Sarah Pollard. As I reflect back on Sarah's mental health minutes and thinking about resilience and letting the light in, that can be really hard sometimes with the dark, gloomy days of January and February. So I looked for the word gratitude. Gratitude is a state of mind we can cultivate in ourselves that enables us to understand that often it is our greatest challenges and losses that bring us our greatest lessons. Gratitude is a powerful gift that we can give to ourselves. By being grateful every day, we are saying yes to life's possibilities and we can then open our hearts to greater happiness. I hope you can find your gratitude in every day. Now on to the announcements. Please complete the performance climate surveys that was recent last Monday. Please let your nurse supervisor how reaching out to clients within 24 hours of a canceled visit has helped to retain clients. The magenta collared folders can now be used for new clients instead of a binder. These folders can be found where the outreach supplies are located. CLC recertification fees will be covered this year. And as a reminder, you also have $50 in continuing education per nurse to use. Please continue to practice good HIPAA compliance. There will be a HIPAA assessment on February 13th. Hi everybody, this is Lisa. I've just got some education updates for you. Aromatherapy Extended Training is February 28th to 29th. I sent out a link last week for you to register for that if that is something you want to do. Please keep in mind you'll be paying for that yourself and you'll need to register by the 31st. If you need that um, link again, please email me and I'll forward that on to you. As you know, most of your supervisors have already gone over the telehealth algorithm with you. Um, Ashley has developed that to kind of help us um, better understand when to use telehealth and when it is not telehealth. If you have questions about that, feel free to reach out to your supervisor or to me and I'll help you through it or they will help you through that. Um, also, just a reminder when doing assessments on your moms and babies, we have some facilitators that are meant to not only educate parents, but to help guide us through those assessments. During pregnancy would be the danger signs of pregnancy, which we not only share with them at the very beginning of enrollment, but we also are to assess each time we go, um, seeing if they're having any of those things like lower back pain, um, cramping, bleeding, so on and so forth. Also that we should be doing weekly blood pressures with them. After their baby is born, as it pertains to mom, we have the postpartum danger signs where we need to go over any signs and symptoms of infection, heavy bleeding, and so on, uh, as well as doing her blood pressure weekly during the postpartum period. 
As far as baby goes, we should have gone over with mom uh, when to call her baby doctor that has a list of signs and symptoms of illnesses that she would wanna reach out to her baby's doctor. Also, the monthly what's new, what's next are to help guide development questions, not only to educate them, but to help us assess where they're at developmentally. So please make sure you're using that um, to guide your assessment. Of course, we have many other assessment tools, such as the Edinburgh Postpartum Depression Scale, the PHQ-9, and the GAD-7, as well as the Infant Birth Form, the Infant Health Care, Health Habits, and the list goes on, ASQ, Dance. but those are not done consistent um, every month. So therefore we would want to make sure that we're using that what's new, what's next to help guide our assessment as far as baby's development goes. Um, Maria sent out an email to everyone about the Indiana Black Breastfeeding Coalition. Uh, They have classes and support groups the third Saturday of every month. And upcoming dates are February 15th, March 21st, April 18th, and May 16th. You may want to uh, pass that on to your clients. It's a great resource and help for them. As well as the breastfeeding conference is coming up. Remember, you need to let your supervisor know, and I believe Marta, if you are interested in attending that. And if you have any questions related to that, please reach out to your supervisor. You guys have a great week. Welcome to the Mental Health Minute via NFP Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Pollard. Thank you for joining me today as we talk about trauma-informed care and the Mental Health Toolkit on the Hub. So let's first start with the, the Mental Health Toolkit on the Hub. I hope that you are familiar with what I'm talking about when I say Mental Health Toolkit on the Hub. And I also hope that you have it bookmarked. If you don't, that's okay. Let me know and I'll send you a link. But essentially the mental health toolkit on the hub contains all things mental health. We have information about suicide assessment, perinatal mental health, algorithms for documentation and screening, information about domestic violence, self-care, infant and toddler mental health, relationships, etc. So definitely check it out when you get a few minutes. The information um, is meant to be an adjunct to the NSO facilitators. And I hope that the information is organized um, and helpful to you. So that is a resource. And the next thing we're going to talk about is actually trauma-informed care. And I'm sure you all have heard of this concept. It's um, a frequent topic of discussion, but what really is trauma-informed care? Well, trauma-informed care is an approach to our work and our lives to recognize that trauma and its impact are very common. So I personally believe that the NFP model fits very nicely as a trauma-informed framework, but we'll get into a couple of the principles of trauma-informed care today, and then we will talk further next week about the rest of those. All right, so the first 
principle of trauma-informed care is understanding that trauma and violence are common and understanding their impact. So first and foremost, we need to recognize that individuals who have a history of trauma may um, in, engage in high-risk behaviors and commonly have symptoms of various mental health conditions, including depression, anxiety, PTSD, etc. And individuals with a trauma history will also have an increased incidence of certain health conditions, including chronic pain, fibromyalgia, etc. So that doesn't mean that all individuals with depression, anxiety, chronic pain, fibromyalgia have a trauma history, but we know that it's more likely. In terms of thinking about trauma, it's also important for us to reframe our thinking about individuals with a history of trauma. And that is changing from what is wrong with that person to what has happened to that person. And then from a resilience framework, what makes this person strong? Being knowledgeable about red flags that might indicate an individual has a history or current experience of, of trauma including individuals that have a challenge trusting others or individuals who tend to indiscriminately trust people. Those can be some red flags. Remember that when you're conducting a nursing assessment, to be trauma-informed, it's important to allow the client to determine how much information they feel safe sharing with you. And really in terms of treating trauma, um, it's really not necessary um, for clinicians or for us to know um, what the, the specific details of a trauma. And while your role as a nurse home visitor is not as a clinician treating trauma, certainly we know healing from trauma occurs in relationships and you are one of those relationships with the client, therefore you are part of her healing. In terms of understanding trauma and its impacts, remember that if a client discloses a trauma, and I know you all do this, but actively listening, validating her experience, recognizing and naming strengths and expressing concern. So all of that information is about understanding trauma, violence, and its impacts. And next principle is creating emotionally and physically safe environments. And in terms of this, we can really apply a universal precaution approach and approaching all families and clients with respect and without judgment. So each individual feels accepted and deserving of care. Again, I'm sure you all do this. I'm confident in that. But we also nurture the therapeutic nurse-client relationship through trust and connections, because again, healing occurs in relationship. And providing some anticipatory guidance in relation to nursing assessments and interventions, including referrals to other agencies. And that could include sharing why an action is occurring, who will be involved, when it will occur, and what will happen next. Remember 
an additional trauma-informed intervention is the client is an expert on her own life. And that really fosters opportunities for choice, collaboration, and connection with clients. Focus on learning more about the client, her relationships, etc. Fostering her strengths and that she is an expert on her own life. So today we talked about three principles of trauma-informed care. Number one being understanding trauma and its impact. Number two, creating emotionally and physically safe environments. And number three, remembering that the client is an expert on her own life, which fosters opportunity for choice, collaboration, and connection. And I'd like to say thank you to Andrea Vassard for sharing this information with us. She received it at the symposium in September. And I'm actually going to um, post this PDF, a copy of this PDF on the hub under the as heard on the mental or the as heard on the NFP podcast section of the mental health toolkit so that you all can see it and references it as well. I think it's some great information. So that's it for today's episode of the Mental Health Minute via, pod, via NFP podcast. Um, a quick quote, remember, trauma-informed care is not about what is wrong with an individual, but instead what happened and what that individual is doing well. What is his or her strengths? Have a great day and thanks for tuning in. Till next time. Thank you for listening to the Goodwill Nurse Family Partnership podcast. If you have an inspirational quote, a story, or anything else you would like to share, please let your supervisor know.